This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is is on the block with Stricken Nate. One step closer to the weekend. Shout out to anyone who might be in the car right now. You have almost made it. 205 Thursday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685, Sutter Heyman, text line, hot enough, Lincoln hotline. As always, we want to hear from you on the block. You can also check us out on the Sutter Heyman Jewelers video stream. See what's going on here in studio on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Give us a like, share, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff on all of those platforms. We appreciate each and every one of you. That we do. Uh, happening just about an hour ago, the Huskers are officially eliminated from the NCAA tournament in the Sweet 16. They will fall to the three-seed Oregon uh, again in the Sweet 16, so that will leave them out of this year's Final Four. A, a good run for the ladies last year. Came a little bit short this year, but still a successful season. We, we were talking about that a little bit in the crossover. Uh, if you're blaming John Cook for this one, I, I think you might need to reevaluate that take. I don't know if that's a great take. I don't know if you should uh, go with that moving forward, but that's all right. Again, 402-464-5685. Sorry, I'm in text line hot and Lincoln hotline. We'll bring him in. Strick, what's going on? Yay, yay. It's another day, and it is misty outside. Everyone, be careful if you're on the yes, roads today. Yes. It is very misty. It is very cold, and therefore, it could be very icy. So, uh, our cares and, and uh, go out to you and the families as they make their ways and on the highways and byways of the day. Yes, but today is a thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. That's right. Kevin Meyer will be here. Miles Myers Corkin Bottle. Shout out to him. Can't wait to see what he's bringing. Strix picks. Uh, no, uh, Jay's going to call in today, so yeah. that means you'll be here in studio. Strick get a little Strix picks action, as we always do on Thursday. Also, Strick, that reminded me, uh, here's a little 10-11 now weather uh, trivia for you. We have not had measurable snow yet in Lincoln. So by measurable snow, they say, I believe it's half an inch, and they measure it at the Lincoln Airport. So the Lincoln Airport has not seen measurable snow up to this point in time. Do you know the latest into the year Lincoln's ever gone without seeing measurable snow? We're inching closer to it. We're getting close. Two months. No, what, what do you know? Like a date. Oh, when the date? Yeah, like what, what How, day was it? Uh, I would say the 21st. The 31st. Mm. So the latest Lincoln has ever gone without seeing measurable snow is December 31st. And if you look at the 10-day forecast, uh, over the next 10 days, it looks like we might not have snow. So that's a pretty cool trivia. You guys can take that to the dinner table with your family later tonight. Uh, yeah, again, there's a little bit of a wintry mix coming here in a couple hours. So like Strick said, please be safe out there on the roads. Uh, but doesn't look like we'll have measurable snow. So definitely something to keep out for next Tuesday. Looks 
looks like there might be snow. Again, something to look out for. Pretty cool trivia. Again, you can bring that to the dinner table. Uh, December 31st, the latest Lincoln's ever gone uh, without seeing any measurable snow. Again, 402-464-5685. We're going to have a little bit of fun here, and I want you guys to chime in with us. You can also check us out on the Starter Human Jewelers video stream. So, uh, as you know, Strick, there have been a ton of contracts dropping in Major League Baseball. One that made Rico very happy. I'll have to look at the actual uh, details of the uh, of the contract because I know that the Padres offered him more to begin with, uh, but also Xander Bogart signing with the Padres last night. So if they were able to get Aaron Judge and Xander Bogarts, that would have been huge. So Xander Bogart signs for an 11-year, $280 million deal with the Padres. Aaron Judge, nine years, $360 million. Wilson Contreras, five years, $87 million. Masata, Masataka Yoshida, uh, he's that Japanese phenom. Uh, he will sign with the Red Sox for five years, $90 million. So What about my guy Otani? Uh, Otani, I don't think he's signed his deal yet. I'm pretty sure he's still on his his Japanese deal. Also, Trey Turner, I almost forgot, signed an 11-year, $300 million deal with the Phillies. Uh, lots of deals being being thrown out around there, and I know these are only the first dominoes to fall. So it really got me thinking. One, I, I'm gonna I, I want to talk about these contracts and get some of your thoughts because I know when you were playing Strick, unfortunately, if you were born 20 years later, you probably would have been uh, a very wealthy man sitting across from me. It might have been asking you for might have been asking you a little bit of an allowance or something. But that's uh, uh, it's it's really exploded. Uh, not that you didn't do well in your NBA career, by the way. Nine year NBA vet. Shout out to you, Strick. Uh, making making pretty good cash over there but uh, I digress these contracts now and I feel like especially in baseball you have not only gotten so large it's the timing of it and you bring up the Miguel Cabrera's the Albert Pujols you can throw Bobby Bonilla into that I know that his contract was restructured but he's going to be getting paid for another 13 years my goodness Uh, is that the best (laughs) retirement plan on earth he's brilliant for that he is an absolute genius for that um, because it I mean, if you invest correctly, he probably doesn't have to work another day in his life. He's probably not working. Uh, But there's two questions to this. One, I want to talk about those contracts and get your thoughts on the longevity of them. Number two, and this is the question that I want to ask the starter him in text line, 402-464-5685. Worst contracts in professional sports. So there are a few that came to my head. You can call in, too. Text in. I'm curious to think because – it, it, there's a wide spectrum. There's a lot. I know there's a lot of hockey fans that that would throw some hockey names out there. The first one that comes to my mind is someone that grew up in Virginia. Uh, there were a lot of Washington fans, formerly the Redskins, now the the Commanders. Uh, Albert Hainsworth. Woo! I don't know if you remember Albert yes, Hainsworth's trick. He stole he got the bag. He that stole is, the money. That is legalized. He bank walked robbery. in the bank and just basically that said, "Give me the money." Legal bank robbery. Uh, Bobby Bonilla, you can throw into that category too. I don't know if you remember uh, Chandler Park. Parsons Ooh. is a big one that always sticks out. He's to one me. of them. Uh, so go ahead and let I, us know because I'm curious because everyone has a different opinion on this, and I want to know which one's actually the worst. Um, I got one for you. Says Jimbo Fisher. That's oh, there a, you go. That's a good now, one. We're talking coaches. Yeah, that's probably up there. I got one I want to throw at you okay. just to get again. It just seems to me as if baseball just feels as if like. They've got continuous money growing on trees because they're just giving it away like to everyone. Like, like uh, you know what on Figueroa, if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> they giving it away like that. Gene's so, got jokes. He says Scott Frost. Oh, hey. <laughs> no, here's boing, one. Boing, boing. I'm going to throw, <laughs> throw one out on you. Carl Crawford. 
Carl Crawford, he's the fast. I remember he got a lot of steals back Carl to the race. Carl Crawford with the Red Sox. <laughs> they thought they had the, the next Sox star. Yes. And they signed him to a seven-year 142 in 2010 and played just two seasons for the Red Sox. He only hit 255 in his first year and played 31 games in his second, then was traded to the Dodgers and did nothing else. Bye-bye. Let me get that. <laughs> let me get that. That. Uh, let me get that. I, actually, to be honest with you, Strick, I think that's part of the problem is when you say that you're you're forgetting about guys, that's probably not a very good deal. Uh, for what it's worth, too, I don't know if you knew this. Miguel Cabrera is still getting paid. Oh, yeah. Eight years, Paper. $248 million. I know I Albert, Albert Pools. I know Albert Pools was also in that range. Oh, uh, your boy Gilbert Arenas was making six years, 111 mil for the Wizards. Uh, yeah, so Albert Pools actually was. It was ten years, 240 million dollars. Jacoby Ellsbury. We're staying on this baseball trend. Seven years, 153 million dollars. Chris mm. Davis for the Orioles. Seven years, 161 million. Um. This is my question, Strick, and I don't know if it's just a baseball thing or what it is. The thing that I – I don't even have issue with the money as much as why are these contracts so long? Yeah, I don't understand that for baseball either. I mean, I understand that your tenure and your possible – the possibility of you playing is longer in baseball, but at the same time, can you maintain that type of – you know, just consistency. I don't know if it was the Barry Bonds, the King Griffey Juniors, those type of guys that they didn't, you know, do that with, that they finally said, oh, when we get a young phenom, let's, we're going to hold on to him for the tenure. You know, I don't know what it was, but I can tell you that there is somebody out there that gave away the money to multiple people and uh, it cost him his GM job. Who am I talking about? It's in the NBA. For a team, he was a former player. If you can find that out, uh, Stricky may give away some stricken. All right, what is it again? Who is the person that gave away the bag to multiple people? He was a GM, he was a player, and he was also a coach in the NBA. And I'll tell you who the players are he did it to. I think I know who it is. Am I allowed to answer? I'm not. No, I'm not going to answer. I think I think Sorry, I know text nine four zero two four six four five six eight five. He gave it away to two people, and it cost him his job. Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas. That's it. Is that it? Yeah, whoever that say is. Magic Johnson. We're going to give him the string. Here's who he gave it to. He gave it to Jerome. He was a GM. James. Yes, he was a GM coach for the Pacers. No, for the he was only a coach for the Pacers. Then he left there. They gave him the GM coach job. At New York. I did not know that. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe he didn't coach, but I know he was definitely a GM. You no, know he was a GM. Okay. So, Isaiah Thomas gave it to a guy named Jerome James. Try to go back in your backlog and remember who that was. <laughs> he gave James a five-year, $30 million deal in 2005, the year I retired, as a center. He played in two playoff games for the Sonics. Injuries, weight, all of that was his main issue, and then they ended up trading him to the Bulls. Here's the other part. Another big guy that had the same type of problem gave you only numbers when it counted and then disappeared on you. The other guy's name was Eddie 
Curry. Eddie Curry. Oh, I know Eddie Curry. He gave Eddie Curry, Eddie Curry was six years, 60 million after he Ooh. averaged one year of 19.5. And then in the second year, his numbers started to tail off. And then uh, he signed a deal also in 05. <laughs> 05 was the year to get paid. It was the year to get paid. The year I left, everybody starts getting paid. Right. Um, but yeah, he was a big risk, and he and it cost him, you know, I think probably his job. For some reason, I, I want to say that Lonzo Mourning at one point in time was the highest paid player in the NBA. No, you want me to tell you one? Let me throw this out at you because this is where the snowball started going downhill in the NBA. You ready? There's a guy by the name, you would all know him. He finds himself coaching now in the college ranks. You guys are very familiar with this guy. He's very much close to us in the region. We see him often, and he's up in the north side, somewhere next to Michigan and, you know, kind of in that area close to uh, – he, he coaches in that area close to Canada. His name is Juwan Howard. <laughs> Juwan Howard hit the lottery. My guy, here's how he did it. Jawan Howard signed a contract in 2000, uh, no, in 90, was it 96? I think it might have been 96. I could be wrong. Let me see. It was in, yes, it was. Stricky was right the year I came in. It was in 96. He signed a $111 million deal, but it was a carryover, so really it was 105. A million and three hundred seventy-five thousand, fifteen a year. Jawan Howard, and he didn't give you any numbers to fit that bill. So everybody in the power forward for position, KG, Chris Weber, all of them, Sean Kemp. Everybody and their mama's looking at it like I give him work every time I see him. Sean Kemp was nice. I'm about to get the bag. He opened the floodgates for everybody to get the money. And 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 you know what? You know what? They did that's when they did the um the contract maxing after Jawan Howard. It was open. And then once Jawan Howard signed that deal, everybody's like, wait a minute, hold on, it's about to get crazy. They started putting ceilings on it. That's what, that's what happened when they signed that deal. Really? Jawan Howard. You're taking me back, Strick. I don't remember any of this. Uh, the texter says, Strick, your boy Cuban gave Dame Pier $73 I can't believe it. <laughs> I forgot I, about Eric He's Dame an Pierre. Eric, and I like him, but my goodness. <laughs> that is one, too. Mark Cuban gave a lot of money. He gave, he gave a lot he of gave people Dirk money. money. He gave Dirk money. Well, but Dirk deserved the money. Yes, he did. But here's another one I'm going to throw at you guys on the NBA. Washington Wizards, Orlando Magic. His name was Gilbert Arenas. Yes, now I oh know my that. God. Agent Zero, baby. Oh yeah. In July of the eight, in July of two thousand and eight, he signed a six-year deal worth one hundred and eleven million dollars. He played in two games in that season due to injury, and then was suspended the next season because he had a gun because in his of locker. the gun situation. Yes. And then he was traded to the Mag- Magic uh, in two thousand and ten, and just fell off the map. That was actually still, he's still getting paid. He's still getting paid. Mm-hmm. That was now that one was actually tough for me to watch because again from Virginia, uh, tons of Wizards fans and everybody had a Gilbert Arenas jersey. I remember in elementary school because you know how they used to have the old retro gold jerseys with the yeah. OG Wizards font. Yeah, 
everyone had a Gilbert Arenas jersey, yeah. and he just completely fell off. Orlando did give up the money. Um, Texer three seven six four. They were willing to give up that cashola. Yes, if he was going to Orlando, they was giving it away, um, and they gave it to like Gordon, which I couldn't believe because. His game was not on that level. Yes, he was a dunk dunk champion, but no. Oh, Aaron Gordon. Aaron He's Gordon. The Nuggets now. Yeah, I'm pretty garbage. sure. Um, but here's the Rashad one in football. Lewis got paid. Yeah, he got paid. <laughs> I don't remember. Coming Rashad. out of St. Louis. Yeah, I mean out of Seattle. The funky shot. It was ugly. It was very. He went in though. But it was in he, the ugliest shot the in the NBA. Uh, two uh, Sider Heyman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. Who has the ugliest shot in the NBA that you've ever seen? Was it when you played? No, it's it's other people. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple out there. Jamal Wilkes okay. is one of them. Okay. Los Angeles Laker. He had the one where you went behind the head and he slung it. That's what uh Michael Kidd Gilchrist does. Oh, it's ugly. Michael Kidd Gilchrist does. The um, same thing. B- believe it or not, one of the best shooters in the NBA with an ugly jumper, Reggie Miller. Yeah, he had a thumb. He he. I don't know how he made the shots he made, but I have a number one favorite, and I'm going to say it, but I'm going to wait for you guys. Yes, Matt, you said who I – the, the Raptor. He just flung it up. He is the Raptor. The Raptor – I don't know what the heck that was, but he Sean shot like Marion, a little Raptor. He would give you buckets, though. But he would get money. He would make that stuff. You're like, how is that stuff going in? Um, until he changed his shot, I would say another one would have been um, – uh, um, a ball, the ball. Um, oh, Lonzo? Lonzo ball. Lonzo he came across the shot. face. It was ugly. Uh, but, yeah, there was a lot of them Kevin out there. Kevin Martin had a pretty ugly Oh, Bill Cartwright. JR, yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know how. I don't even know how he made that stuff, man. It was it was ugly. You're absolutely right. That thing was ugly. Uh, let, let me hear this. Oh, Lou one. Williams. Lou Williams. Lou Williams. That's a good one, too. Lou Williams had an ugly There were some ugly shots. There were some ugly shots. Some ugly. But, hey, if, they, if it goes in and you play. I would always think about the ugly batting stance. You remember Kevin Euclid? Oh, well, Kurt, Jim, his, remember Kruk? Remember Kruk? Yes. He yes. had a he had a funny funky one too. Dwight Howard. And Tommy. Ooh, Dwight, Dwight Howard's contracts are always terrible. And he well, he had the funky shot. So did um uh Joe Noah. How he'd spin it, oh. spin it sideways. Oh, it was yeah. like a, it was like a twister. Oh yeah, it yeah. was ugly. But I do got one more player and I think he's my number one. I think Albert Hainsworth is my number one. Bad my contracts. my number one I think it's my bad. is Jamarcus Seven. Russell. Ah, that one is difficult. Because that's how you interpret it. Because I want to get into something, too. I'm a firm believer if you get hurt, you're not a bust. Greg Oden was not a bust. Did he work out? Did he pan out? No. But Greg Oden, when he played, was very good. Greg Oden was always hurt. So I have my own interpretation. Do you consider a rookie contract a bad deal? See, Because they haven't played but yet. See, but see, then they have scale now. So... You can't really fall victim to that. Whereas then True. they did it. They just paid so you could just. How much did he end up making? Uh, Jamarcus Russell hit for six years, sixty-three million, and then thirty-two million of it was guaranteed. He made. He only 63 had sixty-three off a rookie contract. Eighteen touchdowns and twenty-three interceptions. Go figure. That was a travesty of a contract. If you think about it. I did not know he was making six. What's your evaluation program like? Did everybody lose their job on that one? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. On the Jamarcus Russell one, that one, okay, that was was bad. Yeah, Ray, I agree with you. I should exclude him. But, yeah, for me, that was horrible. That was just horrible evaluation all up front. I mean, because you got to remember, too, in that draft, well, he didn't really pan out either. They had Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn was right there. 
Because I remember I was I was pretty upset. I Notre thought he Dame. was supposed to go. Yeah, I thought he was mm. supposed to go number one overall, and then he went to the Browns, and his career tanked, just like everyone else mm-hmm. that goes to the Browns, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's. But I I think uh, I, I throw Albert Hainsworth is probably at the top for me, and I think Bobby <laughs> Jimbo Fisher's hilarious. <laughs> it's funny, hilarious. and I I'm gonna throw Bobby Bonilla just because of the fact that he's still getting paid, and he'll get paid for another 13 years too. He's got his own day, Bobby Bonilla day. Oof. Yeah, that. that I, I would say that some people say Michael Vick. I don't really think so. I just think that getting into the trouble. Yeah. Michael Vick, listen, he came back. Michael Vick's got a cannon, and he could run, when he and he could throw. The Eagles, he he did play. good, bro, yeah. so I, I'm not going to really say that. Um, there's some other um, notables. Uh, Allen Houston, when they gave him six-year, $100 million on bad knees, that was a bad uh, deal for some. He had bad he, – he, he was injury-prone. Um, I can't even say that um, – uh, what's my guy from Duke? Um, oh, oh, uh, Grant Hill. I can't even say Grant Hill's deal was a bad deal. It just that was an injury situation, you know. But some would say that was a bad deal. And that's deal. the thing. I can't even say I, that. I have always said if someone gets hurt, I don't consider that a bad contract. Do you think Albert Pujols is a bad contract? I think it was a terrible contract. Yeah, that's my point. That's why Aaron Judge and, and I hope Rico's not listening because he's going to come over here banging on the glass. Yes, Russell Wilson was a terrible contract. Hindsight being funny. Oh my god, we might look. We might go back. In Oof. 10 years and say that, that was, was the, the worst, worst contract, contract of all time. Because before he played with the Broncos, remember, he was still on his Seattle contract. They gave him an extension. Yes. They gave him yes. an extension. Yes. They already they didn't have to they do it. They didn't even have, they didn't to, have do to do it. it. I, that was, that was, that's a good, good one. Good point. Bipolar, Russell Wilson's a good one. <laughs> is it is it 1A for Kyler Murray, the PlayStation Pro? Not yet, not sure yet. <laughs> but the thing about the thing about baseball, Ooh, what I understand, this is hilarious. And I think Aaron Judge is going to be the same way. You know, by the time that he's done with his contract, he's going to be thirty nine years old. Albert Pools was the same way. Albert Pools was getting paid up until his forty year old season. I, I just, I, I understand you want to lock him boy. down. I know, I know you want to lock him down. They ended up having to trade him for yeah. a, for a vending machine. <laughs> like it's like. I just don't understand why they do these long contracts. The guys deserve to be paid. Aaron oh, Judge is shoot. one of the most talented human beings on the on this earth. But ten years? What about Sohaitani? He gives you a two way player. Does he deserve it? But the thing he, is, now he's more prone to get hurt. Oh gosh! And you're gonna give him. Ten, I just and again, Albert Pujols was great. Albert Pujols at 37 years old, not so great. No. But you're already locked in. You already paid him. I don't know, but I I also think there's always one exception to the rule, Strick, and the guy that you pay no matter what. You know who that is? It's in baseball. There's one except there's one exception to the contract rule. Who I say is the best baseball player to ever step on the step on a baseball field. Oh, um, what's his name? Um, um, out of the Angels. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Trout. Trout. Yeah. Still, I knew I said it. Still, despite all these contracts, still the highest paid player in baseball. Despite, no matter what. what still, uh, nowhere, I think his else was 420 mil, Ooh. 430. I don't remember what it is. And he's, he's just, the exception to the they rule. They need to move him to a better team. He does. The Yankees will end up with him somehow. Rico will be happy. Aaron Judge, Mike Trout in the same outfield. Who knows? <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break. That was fun. Keep the text coming. We're going to break down some Husker basketball. They fall to Indiana last night. The Husker Hall of Famer is going to talk us through it. Stay with us on the block. 93.7 The Ticket.